Ladies and gentlemen, our next event of the evening is a one-fall match with a 60-minute time limit. This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, your pop culture home. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Where the Big Boys Play, and it's the Big 5-0, Chad. Yeah, we made it to 50. Kind of hard to believe. Yeah, well, I I was looking at this, Chad. You know, if we had our current policy of uh, not splitting the shows up into two parts... Maybe we'd be on like 38 or something. Yeah, like, yeah. But I don't care. I'm still taking it. We've, we've still oh, been yeah. in business for over a year now, right? Right, yeah. So, this so is show 50. And I th- well, we wanted to do something uh, to uh, celebrate this uh, milestone. And it, well, Chad, why don't you uh, tell people what we've got planned here? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this has been quite a process. Uh, we want to do something different. Uh, for show number 50, so we ended up coming up with an idea that uh, on paper it sounds really cool. We hope it kind of works out in execution, but uh, we're going to be doing a 1990, which is the year we're currently in, and we're going to be doing a, a wrestling fantasy draft. So uh, so I have the the scenario here, if you want me to read that or if you want me to wait after we uh, well, introduce our guests. Well, well, what I thought, Chad, is that I'll, in the show notes, I'll put the scenario there. Okay. Um, but I, I'll briefly run through it after we, uh, after we bring our guests in. So um, neither of these guests should be strange, strangers to uh, members of the place to be nation, as it were. Um, and I think, Kelly, you've been on uh, Where the Big Boys Play before, right? Yeah, yeah, Bash 89. The greatest pay-per-view ever. <laughs> so, uh, well, Chad, why don't you bring in uh, Brad first? Uh, well, first, our guest is the managing editor of PlaceToBeNation.com and my co-host on the Brad and Chad show, and that is uh, Brad Woodlink. Hey, everybody. Really glad to be here. As Chad noted, I'm his second on the Brad and Chad show, so I have the privilege and was able to be shoehorned into being a part of this draft, so... Well, uh, welcome to where the big boys play, uh, Thank you. Brad. And uh, unlike almost every other show out there, I'm not going to be making any uh, you're in the big leagues now type jokes. I think they're <laughs> just below the belt, man. Because, so. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we, we I seem to be taking it from every angle. We're in the A-leagues and all of this. <laughs> so, so, Brad, uh, why don't you, uh, obviously people can listen to Brad and Chad, but uh, why don't you give us a kind of uh, York Notes version of uh, Brad the Wrestling Fan? Sure. So I actually have a little bit of a unique story. So I got a late start into the hobby. It was uh, December 1997, and uh, Starcade was the first show I'd ever watched. And, you know, I had some... Uh, it, you know, I had some exposure previously. You know, I think I remember trying to get back into like the WWF back in the early '90s, part of your your wheelhouse. But I remember, you know, maybe catching a Superstars, and it was just like dreadfully boring. You know, you didn't get to see any of the good guys, and some of the kids in school liked it, but none of my friends really did. I remember getting a glimpse of uh, the end of WrestleMania Nine. Somebody had brought the tape in and stuck it in in our homeroom, and so I watched that with Hogan. Uh, but it wasn't until I was 18 in 1997 that um, you know. I was, 
uh, home from college for winter break, and one of my buddies had a party, and his brothers were really into WCW. So we watched, you know, arguably the worst blow off in one of the worst, you know, <laughs> worst main events in pay per view history. And I was hooked, and I actually was able to go to a Raw live just in the next month. And since then, I've been a, a really big fan. So, uh, I don't have any nostalgia. I have no favorites from when I was 13 or 14. It's strictly, you know, coming in during the Attitude Era. But since I was a little bit older, I'm able to have a an open lens when we go back. And you know, if I'm listening or watching the Titans of Wrestling or or even where the big boys play. Yeah, well, we we often uh, joke, Chad, haven't we? That uh, Brad's a little bit like the lawnmower man of, uh, of wrestling. It is that... true. You know, I was <laughs> yeah. just listening to Wrestling with the Past number three, and then so it'll be like Bret Hart. So I'll dig out some old Bret Hart DVDs and watch some of that stuff. And got the '79 and then the '90, and I'm all over the place and the Lucha too. But it's great though, right? Because there's all this new stuff to discover as if it's brand new right so, absolutely yeah. yep sometimes i have to be careful because i i want to watch it before you guys talk about it like i don't know what happens sometimes I try to avoid the spoilers of 23 years ago <laughs> which is tough yeah i know what you mean i do actually try in a weird way chad i don't know if you notice i try to keep where the big boys play kind of sort of spoiler free like if we haven't got to it yet i kind of keep the illusion alive that we don't know what's going to happen yeah well that's something that's something the place to be does too like uh you know like when the ringmaster came in in wwl yeah. you had no idea who he'd become if you were uh not in the know yeah i also like keeping the possibility open that every masked man is jack victory i quite like uh, so so Ke- kelly uh well you and i have spoke for many hours now uh he's well, uh, welcome to the a show kelly oh, yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, if anybody hasn't uh, heard the Titans of Wrestling shows yet, uh, Kelly's kind of been a regular on there, um, helping me out with those jobber bios, <laughs> doing them all. Yeah, <laughs> but I like that. It's a challenge. I like a challenge. And uh, well, uh, we haven't done it yet, but look out for Titans of Wrestling six, where it's really going to be a Kelly jobber bio marathon, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jobber man, man. Yeah. So yeah. who's your favorite jobber so far? Dominic Danucci. Ah. Yeah, well, that was my favorite bio, I think. Um, yeah, for the next show, we're getting into like true jobbers, though, like Johnny Rods and nice. Harry Valdez, who, uh, yeah, is pretty much just a name out there. There's not much right. else. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right. Well, given that I uh, kind of came up with this scenario, shall I explain what we're trying to do here, Chad? Uh, Good luck. <laughs> Basically, I wanted to try to come up with some way of making a kind of ground zero where there are four competing promotions um, and all of the wrestlers from 1990 are kind of anyone's anyone's game, okay? So the idea I had is that a Middle Eastern sheik billionaire came and because his son really liked wrestling, decided to go to America and buy every single promotion, Okay. And all of the contracts of all of the wrestlers, apart from one, uh, and that is Kamala. So Kamala's blacklisted. <laughs> Kamala's blacklisted <laughs> from from this new. Uh... And then he set up four advisors, us four, <laughs> to um, put on uh, a card with a four-week lead-in <laughs> for his son. And basically, the winner <laughs> gets to keep his job. And I guess the three other ones are fired. Does that sound about right? Is that what I said? I can't remember now. <laughs> But that's basically the setup here. So um, we're able to draft any of the wrestlers, and we're going to put together a card um, with uh, with some lead-in if we want to. Okay? Anything anything I've forgotten to mention? Well, just we have 160 people, 
and uh, and we're also including it's not just wrestlers only. Like mm. we have to have a commentary team, an interviewer, and ring announcer. Uh, right. on I mean, air authority theater, basically a whole kind of on air company yeah so i mean the, the rules are here that um you there are going to be penalties if you don't fill the non-wrestling roles um referee uh ring announcer etc i mean i'll put the rules up in the uh in the show notes um but uh yeah so that's going to be an interesting dynamic here because we can't forget about the non-wrestlers um the only other thing to note, I think, is that uh, I guess when the show goes up, we'll people in the in the comments can get to say, well, who had the best roster, and who had the who had the best booking overall, and whoever gets the most votes wins, right? Good. Yeah, that sounds pretty That's diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll say ten ten points for every vote. Um, ten points for every vote. And you get the penalties, as it says in the uh, the penalties for not including certain people. Okay. And part of what we'll do is we'll set up a poll actually within the Place to Be Nation article that people can go to and they can click the box. Right. Which one they, they want to vote for. Absolutely. Okay. And you, you guys are good. At, and I, I should say Brad has been excellent here. He set up uh, an amazing real-time spreadsheet that he's changing before our eyes. Um, which is absolutely amazing uh, to my kind of mid-90s brain. It's incredible. <laughs> Google Docs, not magic, but it is pretty cool, though. Um, we're all in there watching this. Or if you want to talk about the draft order, or do you want me to kind of run down what we're yeah, going to do? Yeah, well, um, I don't really understand drafts because they're an American thing. So, yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. So, and that's what we're using against Parv here. So he has this insane knowledge of 1990. So these type of things help the rest of us out. Like he's never done a fantasy draft before. So the serpentine kind of structure was new to him. So what we did was we did a random order between the four of us. And as I noted, it is going to be serpentine. So Kelly has the first pick. I have the second pick. Chad has the third pick. And then Parv has the fourth. And of course, he's going to have the fifth pick, which is technically the first pick in the second round. And we have 40 rounds. So we're going to snake our way through this spreadsheet um, until we get through all 160 people that need to be drafted. Before we go into this, is there anything else to mention, Brad? I think that's it. I think that's everything. Before we go in, though, do you have any game plan, any tactics that you'd uh, care to share at this point, Chad? Um, I have an idea of who I'm going to try to take with my first couple of picks, but uh, I, I mean, I, I sort of did simulate this like I do with fantasy football, where in that once I get my draft order in fantasy football, I have an idea of my first kind of couple of picks, and then I, uh, I, I'll release my total strategy at the end, but then I sort of have a couple of people down the road that I think I can snag in some later rounds. Uh, Brad, you got any uh, game plan here? Well, you know, I've been doing fantasy football and fantasy baseball for 15 years, so I'm hoping to uh, be able to outdraft some folks here to be competitive. You know, I um, I have, uh, you know, if you watch professional football, and, and part of, of course, today we, we, we put an NFL game over in Wembley Stadium for you to enjoy. Um, but uh, oh, yeah. so I kind of have like a like the laminated sheet of tiered guys with different color codes. So like I know like in each oh, bucket where I want to go. Um, <laughs> taking this very seriously. So oh, Kelly, uh, what about you? 
Well, I, I've been a part of a few uh, NHL, of course, hockey pools, because, yes, I'm Canadian. So over the years, uh, nothing too complicated, uh, mostly over drinks, you know, uh, passing around a newspaper with the uh, the stats in it back in the day before <laughs> it got too complicated online. Uh, I did an NFL one back in the 90s once, and, and that was it. I mean, I'm a big fan of NFL and, and a lot of uh, other sports, but uh, not too much into the fantasy but I did, on the ferry ride back from the island today, I did uh, put together a rough outline of the, the card from start to finish and the 40 people that I want. So um, I, as long as I can get my main event, I'll be happy. Everything else is kind of, yeah, it can be uh, manipulated along the way. So what I've done is I've written out an entire booking plan uh, for the main event picture, Um with a week by week breakdown and i've got a short list okay and it and it literally says things like heel three first pick second pick third pick (laughs) (laughs) so i've got so i know what the rules are and it could be one of any three guys okay so i reckon my strategy is foolproof apart from one particular role uh which i won't mention at this moment there's one thing that somebody could do to screw me over but uh hopefully that won't happen so are, are You're we already ready? well ahead of Vince Russo at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I, 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 I planned five weeks in advance. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who's got the first pick? Should we Should we get this? I don't know. Do we want to make, make a buzzer noise? Make a buzzer noise, someone. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get ten minutes to decide? Okay. No. Um, <laughs> two, two minutes per pick for the NFL. You know, we'll do like the NFL draft. All right. Come on, Kelly. You're, you're the first pick. Get going. Who are you taking? Okay. This is yeah, going to be kind of a, maybe a, a bit of a surprise. It's a little bit of a surprise. But I'm taking Randy Savage first. <laughs> My all-time okay. favorite guy. Randy Savage. First draft pick. So there you go. You got the big guys still. Right. So, Brad, who are you going for? All right. Wow, that was a little different there. I was kind of expecting that he was going to take one of the two guys that uh... – so I was going to have the other one, so he made my job a little bit easier for that's me. Bit, but with that's... that the case, he is. I'm going to take Rick Flair with one point with the second pick here. Ooh, Chad, are you upset by that? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> I, had, I had an idea. <laughs> I had some uh, imaginations that Flair might drop to three, uh, uh, but I, I I figured that was a slim chance. I actually. I figured Flair would go number one. Uh, so I, so did I. I. Yeah, so I'm actually uh, foregoing my strategy because uh, now the person that I thought I'd pick at number three I think is going to be hanging around at uh, number six. So I am going to go with the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan. Okay. Right, so who am I fucking left with? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, El Gigante. Let me, let me just have a look. <laughs> F- yes. Face one. Right, I'm Miss, just, Miss Elizabeth, do a Divas division. I'm just Come going on. down here. Rolls, face one. Hulk Hogan, gone. Randy Savage, gone. Third pick, down to third shot. Sting. Sting. Is that your look. pick? Sting is my pick. Okay. And it's me again, right? Yeah. Yep. 
Ted DiBiase. Yeah, I, 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 could, oh, I was going nice. to say, if, if, if he didn't come to you at five, I was just going to snag him at six just to screw with you. Chad, I, honestly, when uh, Flair went, I thought you were going to take Ted then. I was going to be devastated. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I thought about it for a second, but, uh, but yeah, you can have him. I don't want to screw with you. But uh, my sixth pick, I am actually going with uh, the king, Jerry Lawler. Oh, Killer. <laughs> so who's it now? Yeah, it's Brad's I, I, pick. I'm up now. Give me one second. But, but he, how are he's you guys? reeling. <laughs> I am reeling there because, you know, to Parv's point, and I know we're going to take a break, but maybe early on, Parv, in the early rounds, we'll talk a little bit more free. And then when yeah. we get later, we'll probably wait a couple because, I mean, unless you want to talk about Boris Zumoff, you know, forever. <laughs> no, these, these are all massive picks. These first Yeah, ones. these are big picks. Yeah, I had actually envisioned a really big scenario with Lawler and Flair as my main event. So I, I thought I was going to get Jerry, without a doubt, coming back once Ted yeah. went, so... Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just say for me, uh, Hogan and Lawler is probably going to be my main event angle, but uh, but I'll just give a preview, and I'm going to say that you uh, you may not think you know who's going to be the face and who's going to be the heel of that program. Okay, it it might be a little different than what you think on the surface if you just saw like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hollywood may be making an early 1990 appearance. <laughs> yeah, that that was. Uh... When I was thinking that uh, that Kelly was going to take Flair number one, that was where I was going, Chad. I'd actually booked around something as my that was my Hogan idea that I would take. Yeah, and, and, Law, and if Hogan and Flair went uh, one two, I was actually going to take Lawler at uh, three, and then uh, I, I don't want to say who I was going to take at six because he may be able to hang out uh, till my next pick, which would be great. But that's who I was going to take at six to go off of him. All right, so I am going to take Lex Luger here. Okay, well, no, he's not going to be hanging out because that's who I was going to take there. <laughs> there was there was clearly like some tears and Luger's. He's still, I think, in the first tier there, and not necessarily thrilled about having to match him up with Flair on the fly because you know I kind of wanted the the aura of something different than what we've seen in real life 1990. But I can't let him go because I'm sure Kelly would take him. Uh, no, I didn't have any plans actually of taking Luger, but, um, the reason I took, well, I, I was thinking about a trade. I don't know. Maybe we should have done a trade cause I wanted Savage all the long, um, you know, I didn't want Flair. <laughs> yeah. All. Right. So I would have been, uh, were, yeah, willing to, I didn't know how long Savage would last though. Um, uh, eight would have been interesting to see if he'd have hung around to your pick here. I don't know about that. No, I would. I would. No. Yeah, um, I think he'd have went. I, I was thinking number four, possibly three. That was my. Thing. Yeah, I wouldn't have took him at three. Like if Flair and Hogan went one, two, I'd have taken Lawler at three. I'm guessing Parv would have taken him at four, and then DiBiase on the wraparound. My uh, my plan was always to go Hogan or Savage, then Ted. So yeah. Okay. Well, I. It's worked out fine for me so far. I'm taking Terry Funk with the next pick. Nice. Oof, yeah. Is that going to be your uh, main event you're looking at? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need to uh, bullshit you guys. And that's, <laughs> well, that's a match that um, seems never very happened. fresh. It did yeah, it never happen. Yeah. I, as far as I know, it, if it did, it didn't. Uh, it, it's not out there. Um, and I don't know where it would have happened. Um Maybe ICW or, or I, yeah, ICW or somewhere else in the 70s, maybe even. Yeah, so 
that's that's actually interesting because if we'll stop right here and look at our eight, we're through eight picks now. Yeah. So Kelly has Savage and Funk, which if it did happen, we're not sure where, and I, I there's certainly no footage of that. Uh, Hogan and Lawler, the day ever matchup. They must, yeah, they must have. They, they must have. They had a match. did, but I don't think they had like a real high profile, did they? No. Uh, I want to say 1980. 80, yeah. That's what yeah. I was thinking. It was very early on in Hulk. So this is a yeah. definitely fresh matchup. And then Sting and DiBiase, which again, they probably interacted a little bit and watched UWF, uh, but none. Uh, really in kind of a major league main event sense. And then Brad, though, has Flair and Luker, which uh, I'll just say like in real life was my uh, actual probably feud of 1990. So that's kind of interesting how that worked out. Now, Chad, doesn't necessarily mean these two are going to face each other here. I'm just, you know, I'm drafting for value. I'm crafting storylines on the fly here. Uh, Now, I will say, though, that these eight guys were the top eight guys that I had listed one through eight. So I may have overvalued Luger in Kelly's eyes, but these actually were the first eight guys that I thought would go off the board, and we nailed it. You know, that, you know it, it's interesting. Now, one of the things that we've talked about on PWO before, and I'm gonna, I, maybe it's too early to bring it up, but there is a concept uh, patented by, was it Dylan who said, who, who talked about meaningless depth? I think so. Mm. Now I've got a feeling that all of you chaps are going to fall into the trap of uh, meaningless death, uh, meaningless <laughs> depth this evening. That's all I'm saying. It's all about the roles in wrestling. Doesn't matter what the roster looks like. It's how you use the guys. Right? How you use them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'm picking again. Um, I'm taking Stan the Lariat Hanson. Hold you on. Son of a bitch. Hold on. Isn't it me? No, no, no. no it's Kelly no, no. wrapping around. Damn it! Damn yeah. it! Damn it! I wish it was yeah, you it, if you were not going to take him. <laughs> Christ. Okay. God. That that's a that's a that's a killer. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Yeah. I thought he'd be a top 10 guy. I yeah. for sure. I knew with the the learned folk he would be a uh, top 10. Yeah. So I had <sighs> to snag him now. Yeah. Yeah, that Stan was definitely in the top 10. That's where I was going there cuz we could have done some unique things. Mm. All right. So I am up, and I'm going to take I'm going to take Jake Roberts here. Oh, now see to me this is the first big surprise. What's your reasoning here, him. Brad? As well, a- you know, I, from outlining from a heel standpoint, and I, and I think 1990 was a pretty pretty good year for Jake. But from a mastermind heel standpoint, I think he was kind of always undervalued, and this is an opportunity where. I could use him as a number one heel and possibly, you know, have a little bit of a group that he would go with um, to take on, depending on which, you know, if I want to go face or heel with flair. Okay. Um, for my third pick, I am going to select, I believe, a ravishing Rick Rude. Okay. All right, Parv, you're up for two now. So take look, your time. absolutely no dents in my plans there. Uh, taking Robert or Ru- in fact none of those picks have affected my plans. All right, well I'm, I'm going to take Ricky Steamboat uh, as my number two face, and that's that's not where I thought you were going. I'm going to take Ricky Steamboat, and I'm going to take and this is going to be a little bit of a surprise, I reckon. I'm going to take Andre. Oh, now uh, what's <laughs> the uh, reasoning there? Well, 
all will be revealed, my friend. All oh, will be God. revealed. Oh, God. <laughs> I wanted Andre, too. Damn. I don't... <laughs> I don't, I don't like picking behind and in front of par because I would have never guessed in a million years he'd have went there. Uh, so that kind of throws me for a loop. But that's two guys I don't think I'd have picked. But now what do I want to do? Uh, I am going to take... I am going to take Barry Wendell with my next pick solid choice who's it now Brad yep. yeah I think I'm going to have to do some booking on the fly here <laughs> but I think I'm going to have to take the warrior okay <laughs> I was wondering where he would go a little bit far yeah, he's the last yeah. guy in the green room you know that guy I, that I, gets invited I, to the draft around his table it's definitely so he'd be looking up at the heavens by now, wondering yeah. when he's gonna get called. But you know, Brad, didn't you put him in your tier one? You know, Warrior. He Warrior was the last guy in my tier one. But part to your point, before I kind of needed to look down into my next one from a heel standpoint. So that's why I went with Jake before, who I I had Jake in the same tier with Rick Rude and, and Ricky Steamboat and Stan Hansen actually and Barry too. So I felt like any one of those guys would be good with so Chad like Rude was the other guy I was going to take there. Um, mm-hmm. but I went with Jake. But yeah, Warrior was kind of sitting out there in tier one. He was the last guy in my tier one from nineteen ninety had to kinda, you know, obviously with the ultimate challenge. So uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of ideas there. Kelly, okay. you've got two now. Yeah, and they're probably guys that could wait a little. I'm not sure. One guy for sure, but what the hell. Uh, Roddy Piper and the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. Okay. Oh, fuck are you? I didn't <laughs> think anybody would take those. <laughs> uh, I, I love was, those. I was thinking about Piper. But yeah, that. Piper I had in, in my next tier, but interesting with, with Dusty, now that he's been taken part, if you don't mind, I'll share. I actually had him slotted because of how he was in 1990 as like a possible on-air authority guy. So I did not yeah. think that he would be That's right. an early well, guy. Early, early 1991, when he goes back to uh, WCW, he gives that great speech about Desert Storm on the class show. So I definitely, I mean, Dusty does seem a little versatile and that I don't know which way you're going with him, Kelly, but he could be kind of like your old veteran wrestler or mentor yeah. or no. an authority. There's a lot, there's a lot of versatility there. No, no doubt. Now, Kelly, can we ask you, yeah. are you using Roddy Piper or Dusty as part of your broadcast team or are they wrestlers? Uh, both are going to be wrestlers. Uh, my, my semi main is going to be a cage match. I won't lay it all out for you, but, okay. um, Dusty's going to be in it. Um, originally, I had Jake Roberts in it, but he's gone. So, actually, Piper's my sub for Jake. For some reason, I thought Piper would be gone by now. So, you've got a, and, like Piper's heel here? Uh, no, no. Piper's going to be on the face side. And I wanted Andre to round out that the three um, baby faces. But now I'm not sure who to take for the third one. Because I, I thought about doing, like, a reverse move with Piper as a face and Hogan as a heel, based on what I was going but uh, kind of what they did later on. But I, I sort of wanted to steer away from what actually happened. I mean, I think the match in 1990 would have been a lot better than the stuff in 96 and 97, but uh, yeah. that has such a bad rep that I didn't want to give the impression <laughs> that I was going to do Age in a Cage again. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Man. Yeah. Brad, where are you going now? All right, so... 
am going to go – this is going to be a little bit of a reach, but we talked about kind of what we wanted, you know, with our stories that we have. I'm going to take Sid. Oh, ooh. <laughs> bold! These bold. are some interesting. These are some. Uh, these are some potential awful matches. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. I can't wait to see this card. Can you? Yes. Can you? Can you imagine Scott Keith looking up Brad's roster so far? He's got Lex <laughs> Luger, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, and Sid. It's the, the anti Keith card. That's yeah, I love it. it's super ironic. But uh, yeah. yeah. Flair versus Warrior. I kind of have a perverse desire to see around this time. Yeah, um, there'd be some guerrilla presses in that match. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't. I'm gonna go ahead and, and pull the trigger on this person because I think he's very. I think it's very early, but I do think he's gonna end up being the linchpin to my whole angle, and I don't want to. Uh, I don't want him to fall through the cracks, and then I kind of have to book something on the fly. So I'm actually gonna take a Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh. Damn. I hate to see talent like that go to waste. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, it sounds manager. like Chad has a good uh, idea to, about using him. All right. No, well, the, the manager doesn't really matter in my angle. So, uh, okay. So I'm gonna. Say, I got two now, right? What the What the hell? Who did? Where did you store the real parv? Managers don't matter. I figure you'd be picking like. <laughs> <laughs> like Howard Finkel would already be gone on your roster. <laughs> well, Mr. Presentation, all of a sudden now, managers don't matter. <laughs> well, you, you'll see. You'll, you'll, you'll see what oh, the role okay. the manager plays, okay? Okay. All right, so I'm going to say, uh, for my next two picks, Earthquake. All right, that, that's a good pick. I like that pick. And the Big Boss Man. Another solid pick. Another solid pick. Which, uh, they're solid tier two guys for 1990, right, Brad? Yeah, absolutely. Some beef. Yeah, I'm going to follow with the beef trend, and uh, I am going to select a big Van Vader. <laughs> nice. I wasn't sure where uh, where Vader would go here. I had him actually in the second tier, but 1990 obviously was in Japan. Um, yeah. And wasn't sure because, of course, you know what? We know, like in the next couple of years, how we tier him, but we're really supposed to take this as like a 1990 lens. So, Chad, let me ask you: you know, what are you, what are your thoughts on Vader in 1990 and what he was doing and what he uh, would become then? Very, very, very fun in his Japan stuff. Uh, definitely still a little green and uh, needed to be reined in. Uh, Pro mobility, of course, we don't really know because he was in Japan for most of it. But I'll just say, under the tutelage of the right manager, I think he could be a very valuable asset in a promotion. All right. And I think you can kind of tell who I'm going to align him up with. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to take Brian Pillman here to even That was a good pick. That good pick. <laughs> Very, a very interesting guy that I hope you uh, utilize more than he actually was in 1990, Brad. Uh, how about Sid versus Pillman in a cage match with a roof on, yeah. with a roof yeah. on the cage? <laughs> and it's I, I thought about Pillman in those picks just because, I mean, him and Wendell had that really cool series in 1991, and I think... Uh, Based on my roster now, like if I put that match like third from the top, that'd be a very good kind of third from the top tight match. Right. So that's a good pick. Two from Kelly. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like me and Kelly have a little bit of advantage here with the double picks. 
I like yeah. I like being at the end. Yeah. I mean, I I will say though in this draft, like knowing who I wanted, I mean, I'll gladly take Hogan, but I figured he'd be gone. So like this was a draft where I didn't want the first pick, and I guess Kelly was kind of the same way because uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, want but there. but yeah, I like I kind of like being on the tail. I mean, it gets rough when you're in like ten or twelve men in fantasy football par. Yeah. Because then you're like twenty two picks without one of your own but uh right. but in this system yeah it works good okay well i wanted pillman but i wasn't going to take him now but yeah there's a match i'll have to rebook uh i'm gonna <laughs> take i guess i should just finish oh no i want rick martell yeah nice. and and i want uh, abdullah the butcher oh <laughs> i'm going with the bleeders baby Oh my god! <laughs> he's trying to win the promotion over, so you know he's trying to win the sheik over. So he's going with the blood. I that, think that is the worst pick. I think that's the worst pick we've seen so far. I've been with the butcher. Are you fucking kidding? Oh yeah! No, he's in the semi-main event. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Okay. Wow. Oh, he still uh, he still wrestles today, doesn't he? So this was you know he's still reasonably uh, sharp. I know, he, I know he can eat some Chinese food. Last time I went to his yeah, restaurant, yeah. he was down on some grub. But... There are some big names still left in the in the roster. Uh, man. Yeah, there, there's a well, there's a couple. One thing that I'll say, and I don't think this is really a big secret based on the guys we pick, but uh, no uh, dominant tag wrestlers really yet. Yeah, well. Tough, I mean, if you take one, you're afraid you're not going to get the other. One of the things we should have mentioned yeah, is that that's one, thing. one of the rules, Chad, for this is that we have to book a, a main event title, secondary title, and a tag title, right? Right. So we we do we do need tag wrestlers in the in the overall scheme of things, but right. we're, we're fleshing out the top of the card first, right? I mean, it's kind of scary if you're left with like. I mean, one thing that's kind of fun is when the tag wrestlers do start falling, whether there'll be some kind of blocking of picks. But, yeah, uh, you'll see with the, where the advantage of the double man. Yeah, well, that's, I was All just right. going to say, I mean, that's a huge advantage for, for Kelly and Parr. So hopefully they'll be sporting considering they can match their guys up right away. But we shall see. Um, I'm going to go with Arn Anderson here. Oh, son of a bitch. Matt <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have uh, tipped him off. Wow, Brad, Brad's got Flair and on. Yeah, and good. Pillman. And Sid. And Luger. Come on, 1990. No, not to be a part of that, but... This is like Rourke, Wright, and uh, Warrior and Sid. <laughs> Interesting. Warrior's on the trade block if we get through these first 10 rounds. Somebody <laughs> needs somebody. Uh, oh, man, let me give a look at who I want to take here. It's like a Hogan... Yeah, I'm going to take Mr. Perfect. Oh, shit. I've just realized I something. I can't believe... Oh, man, I totally... He was the last guy in my first tier. I totally messed that up. Oh, my God. I've messed something up here, guys. <laughs> Secondary title. First pick, Mr. Perfect. Second pick, Rick Mortel. Third pick, Brian Pillman. <laughs> Fuck. All gone. I need to think about that now. Oh, Ultimate <laughs> Warrior is on the trade block. <laughs> yeah. Chad, Christ. I'll give you the Warrior for Mr. Perfect. Uh, no, thank you. Right now, how about oh. Sid? That's another. That's another one, though, no. that I will say. I'll go ahead and tip my hand that uh, uh, for for my promotion, he will not be named Mister Perfect. 
Um, I'll give you Brian Pillman for him, Chad. No, no, <laughs> none of your trading. Come on now, no trades. No trades. No trades. You're the one to that idea. There's no trade. <laughs> yeah, it was in the original. Right? Trade embargo. Yeah, there's no <laughs> trade allowed. Christ, who is there? Tommy Rich? Oh, there's plenty. There's plenty. Yeah, you got Barry Horowitz. You got... <laughs> Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah. Oh, sod the icy team. type. I don't care about the secondary. It's all about the main event title for me. So uh, here we go. Um, Akeem. Are you picking Akeem? Akeem is my next pick. Mm-hmm. God, you got definitely the fattest roster. <laughs> Look at that beef, eh? Andre, Earthquake, Bossman, and Akeem. That's a super heavyweight yeah. title for Parv. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. um, and JYD's ass, and you're uh, you're set there. And then my th- <laughs> my third pick to be my third face is Dusty's gone, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jim Duggan. Oh my God. I I don't even know what to say. Picking behind par. These are picks I never would have. Uh, I never would have imagined. Um, God, what do I do now? Because people are there that I didn't think was going to be there. Uh, I'm gonna go with Brett. Brett Hart. Brett, that's quite a nice steal. This late in the game. Yeah, I figured for sure he'd be gone. Oh, so, uh, I should have taken Brett. Yeah. <laughs> Trade him for Jim Duggan, Chad. So so there you have it, folks. Akeem and Jim Duggan just went before Brett. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, my secondary title picture is looking really, really bad at the moment. <laughs> we have Steamboat. No, well, none, none of these guys are in the secondary title picture. Uh, as I booked it, as I booked it. Now are you booking for the main event, a battle royal? <laughs> you'll see, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> All right, so I am going to take then. I'm going to take Tully now. I knew you were going to do In that. This That's world, the... oh, he has shit, not failed fuck. any drug tests. Yeah, He's still rocking it. So. Only reason. Jesus, I almost took him because I was like, I know Brad's going to take Tully, and he'll have Tully, oh. Horn, and Flair, but I didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, oh, no, no. He's got the four horsemen. I'm, I'm, I, I can't actually yeah, believe it. You can put Luger there and you'll have the four horsemen if yeah. he's so inclined. Or, yeah, or, you know, or future iterations. Horsemen. Pillman, Sid was yeah. it in 1990, Sid, right? Sid was actually in it in 1990. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wow. I'm sure. Synergy, Chad. There's synergy on my roster right now. <laughs> well, I will tip you off that there's a couple of people left. I think you could slide into that spot if you're so inclined on upcoming picks, too. That'll still be there. I'm uh, okay. I'm mm-hmm. devastated here. I picked Akeem and Duggan, and then Hart and Tully came out. <laughs> what am I yeah. doing? <laughs> Tully will never forgive I, you. I think this is like literally ten-year-old picking these picks. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's taking a mental time warp back to 1990. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll see. It all will be revealed. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm finishing up my semi-main event, so don't laugh at uh, some of the names here. Uh, Cactus Jack and uh, Kevin Sullivan. Okay. So I got my top two matches now. So I'm, I'm fine. So before uh, before Brad picks, let's now uh, kind of do a state of the union for each of our teams. So Kelly, you just said that 
you had your semi-main event spot. So do you want to go ahead and reveal uh, who okay. that's going to be? Yeah, originally I, I mentioned I wanted Jake and, and Andre on the babyface side of that uh, semi-main. It's going to be a six-man cage match. Babyface side, Dusty, Piper, Cactus versus Abby, Kevin Sullivan, and Stan the Lariat Hanson. So okay. lots of blood. Blood yeah. bath. So I will go, do that one more time. Dusty, Cactus, and Piper faces yeah. versus Abdullah, Kevin, and Stan. That's correct. Yeah, okay. That so would be a, still a have... brutal match. Brutal. Are you and thinking Martell for your secondary? Pardon me? Are you thinking Martell for your secondary title? or? Um, no, <laughs> I have a specific match in mind for, for Rick Martell. Uh, it was okay. actually the first match that I booked for okay. whatever reason. And uh, who else have I picked? Oh, yeah, the main event is uh, obviously going to be Savage versus Punk. Right. Uh, Texas death match between those two guys. Okay. And I believe that's my roster so far. Yep. Yep. Okay. Rod to pick. Sure. I'm going to take Scott Steiner. Hmm. <laughs> Chad, what are you going to do? Yeah. Oh man, let me look over this roster every time. There's something you could do to screw over Brad now. I kind of want to. Yeah, see well, it. I'm not. I'm not going to be doing that. I can tell you at this juncture. That would be really uh, childish, but yeah, I don't necessarily need to put Scott as a as a tag guy, but um, oh, what do I want to do? I think I am going to take Ricky Morton. Ooh, high risk. High risk, Chad, at this point. No, I don't think so. Ricky because Morton, I, okay. I have an idea. <laughs> okay, it's me, is it? Right. Mm -hmm. You got two. I'm going to take Road Warrior Animal and Road Warrior Hawk. Okay. That's one of the advantages of the back-to-back. -back. If you and Kelly yep. want a tag team and one guy hasn't been taken, he's there. So I have the Road Warriors. Okay. Yeah. Um... Back to me. And I am going with uh, Eddie Gilbert. Surprising. Um, well, I think at this point in time for me, I'm looking at versatility. So Eddie's a guy that, uh, I mean, he was a good, uh, probably one of the best heels for me in 1990 in real life. And then also in 1991, I thought he was a really good baby face. Uh, so there's a couple of uh, kind of places you could go with him. I haven't decided yet, especially in regards to Lawler being in my promotion already, which I've re revealed as a face. Uh, so with Lawler as a face, I mean, having Gilbert kind of as his uh, kind of main buddy in some of the buildup would be cool and interesting in 1990. And then also having him as kind of like a little mid-card full uh, being managed by Bobby Heening, I think would be very cool too. Yeah, I think that uh, Eddie was a little bit of a, a sleeper for this draft. Like I had him highlighted too. Like he would be a cool guy to book around in 1990, um, where he was talent wise and whatnot. So yeah. that's a good pick. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to take Shawn Michaels. Okay. <laughs> Two for Kelly now. Uh, let's see. I will take... 
They were uh, married together for a long time in the 1980s, Tito Santana and Greg the Hammer Valentine. Okay, now are you, when you said you had a match in mind for Martel, is that versus Tito? Because that's what I was thinking. Oh, really? No, no, no. That's, oh, uh, okay. That's, it, it still hasn't been revealed. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's, that's right where I went when you said that. I was like, oh, I bet he's talking about Tito because I know he's one of your boys. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Valentine in 1990, I think, is untapped potential, too. I still think he had some uh, left in the tank. Oh, for sure. He had a lot uh, still Especially in the being like the 11th. Yeah, I mean, the 11th man on your roster. He had the Garvin match in 1990, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's still good. All right, Bradley. All right, I'm going to take Axe. Oh, that's... Okay, now I will say to me that's a pretty high-risk pick. <laughs> yeah, it's hard problem. I can't imagine Axe without his uh, partner there. Um, but I'm not going to pick Smash next. I am going to pick uh, Bobby Eaton. Well, you're loading up those tag ranks now, Chad. Yeah. I better start thinking about like <laughs> I'm totally neglecting the undercard here. What have I got? Tag champs. First picks. Oh shit! They're all gone. <laughs> I even had Valentine down there. It's gone. Oh my god! Shall I pull the trigger on the announcers? That's what I want to know. Uh, no, I need. To, I need to sort out the uh, the US slash IC title picture here. So I'm going to go with. Um, there's still some tasty guys left here. I'm going to go with Great Muta. Okay, yeah, I like that pick. That's cool. Uh, he's probably the best of the guys there. And also in that kind of ballpark, I'm going to say... Uh, I need some workers here, don't I? Um, someone who can still go... Um, I didn't think this far ahead, to be honest. <laughs> Let me think now. Uh, <laughs> Orndorff's got potential. I'm not going to pick Orndorff. Hold on. Uh the Iron Sheik's available, Parv. Not yet, not yet. I reckon I can get away with uh, saving him for a while. <laughs> um, uh, 1990. This is difficult. Um, there must be some other decent worker here. <laughs> Christ. There's well, plenty. Let me have a look. No, no, like, but one that I could feasibly put in that kind of icy title picture, you know? Oh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. Who did I Hello? pick? I picked Great Muta, right? Yeah, you got the beefer. Beefer, come on, dude. <laughs> I'm not picking beefer. Um, <laughs> pick Jim Duggan. I think I'll pick her off. <laughs> yeah, dude, Duggan fulfills. Duggan uh, fill, fills an important role for for, yeah. for me. Uh, okay. Uh, this is a really difficult pick now, because. Uh, Ah, oh, British Bulldog. Okay. That's about the best of them, I think. I can see that. The British Bulldog. And I am going to uh, pick Stan Lane. Completed, completed the Midnights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he could have been on Team Beef, couldn't he? Yeah. yeah he He's not have. quite fat enough to be on that team. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty bad. Bam Bam's not fat enough. 
Let's see. I'm going to take my announced team. I'm going to take Lance Russell and Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, no! Oh, yes! Yes! I'm so excited that Parr don't have Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) I basically have no backup plan. Oh, my God. Well, you weren't going to take Lance Russell, though, were you? No, I wasn't going to take... uh... You were going to go Gorilla and Jesse, correct? Uh, Wow, maybe. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Gordon Sully, I know how big of a fan you are, Bill. No, I, I, I think Jesse is best with a different partner. Oh, okay. So do we want to pause and uh, see how we feel? Part of how you feeling? I've had a brutal last couple of rounds. Oh. It, it, it all started to go wrong for me, Chad, when I picked that keem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can see that. Um, but now I'm still reasonably happy. Like, I can fit these guys into my plans. But I am de- devastated at losing Ventura. Devastated. Okay. Brad? Well, I think that the uh, the Mr. Perfect pick, which was a slip-up of mine, because I actually had him in a Tier 1, given where he was in 1990, and I had miscounted and thought the Warrior was the last guy there. So the fact he went through like two, th- two more picks of mine, three more picks of mine, I took Arn in front of him. It was really disappointing. I'd love to have him in a... Uh, I'd even have taken him in Round 4 and felt that was a pretty good pick. Uh, as as a face guy, or you know, you could do go a couple different directions, but uh, well, a lot of talent still out there right now. So I'm kind of feeling out some pieces if these guys are going to be in tags or if not, and um, see how things flesh out. Right. I'll go ahead and make your next pick. I'm going to take Jim Cornette. Okay, second manager off the board, natural choice. Uh, now, but I'm kind of interested with your picks where you're thinking about slotting in. Well, I'm actually thinking about slotting in with uh, Bam Bam Bigelow rather than with a tag team, but with a singles guy um, like Bam Bam. And did you take him because you knew I was probably going to take him next? Well, you know, you you already have Bobby Heenan, and uh, Jim, Jim's flexible. You can manage anybody. So, yes, I knew he would not make it back to me. Okay. Yeah, smart move. <laughs> he would have not have. Uh, I am going to go with uh, – I feel like I'm kind of a little bit – heel heavy i guess because i have hogan uh rude who's probably gonna be a heel vader is a heel and uh eaton and lane well, i guess i'm even kind of have a couple guys that can go either way with what i think but uh i have an idea for a tag match i have a couple of ideas for my tag title match and i haven't decided which uh, way i'm gonna go yet but uh, I, I kind of want this guy because I think he can be slotted in as a, a possible Ricky Morton tag team partner, and it'd be pretty cool and different from what we've seen. And that's a rugged Ronnie Garvin, one of our favorites, Parv. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking maybe a Garvin-Morton versus Midnight's tag match. Be different but kind of familiar. So you, you're just done with uh, Robert Gibson then? You don't want him? Um, I mean, if he's available, but I, I don't want him this early. I mean, if he if he's where I think he's a good value pick, fine. But I wouldn't consider him a good value pick in round thirteen. I think there's better. So I've, I'm worried about my my broadcast team now, given okay. that Kelly's done that. So I'm going to go with uh, Vince Vince McMahon. Okay. Hmm. As my leading answer, obviously. Uh, and ooh, color. I I really have no plan B. I might just go Vince alone. Can I do that Vince, Vince alone seventy style? Um, 
said you I'm, had to I'm have two sure announcers. You said the rule that you at least two. two. At least two. Jesus Christ. Put Eric Bischoff in there with him. You know. Oh, that would be a dream team. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Mooney. Sean does not do color. Okay. Lord Al. Oh, Lord Al is brutal. Lord Al is brutal. Um. Do we have enough commentators? I'm just looking yeah, at well, this, can, and I'm getting worried. Here. You can kind of use guys in other roles. Uh, there's Bob Cottle, is there? Uh, yeah, you just got me worried because I don't I know. I counted ten commentary guys. Uh, I kind of deliberately put them a bit scarce to make okay. it, you know, exciting. Uh, but I'm now regretting that because how can you take Jesse? Um, <laughs> really I, guess Ron, I guess Ron Garvin could be uh, my ring announcer based on his numbers. <laughs> Right. I'm gonna to have to think about color later. For right now, I'm gonna take poorly, poorly dangerously. Okay, yeah. I like that pick. Did we set a cap on whether we had to have a manager or not? You, you have to yeah. have at least uh, at least two. Oh my god. At least god. two. Yeah. <sighs> so let me decide what I want to do. I do think I need a good announcer to sell uh, what I think my main angle is going to be. So I think I am going to take Jim Ross here just because I think he's the best available. Oh, shit. I didn't see Jim Ross. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like Vince. I like Vince. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that Jim Ross pick, uh, Chad. That's where I was leaning towards this round, too. One of those things where you start to see a run on announcers, and all of a sudden I'm starting thinking that I need to. Yeah, because now you're sort of in the area where you could take. Uh, I mean, I think there's one natural lead announcer left, but if you don't want to go with him, then you kind of have a uh, interesting dilemma on who's going to be your play-by-play. Okay, so we are at the. Uh, I have the pick here in the 14th round. We'll pick up your part, uh, and I am going to go with Smash. Logical choice there. Not going to get cute any longer here. (laughs) Double whammy for Kelly now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Well, yeah, I'm just filling out matches. Well, this one I've booked on the fly totally, but whatever. Uh, Tommy Rich and Bill Dundee. Nice. Dundee was somebody I was targeting. So, who is it now? Brad. I'm going to go with Chris Adams. Okay. Yeah, mm. I like that pick. I don't. I hate Chris Adams. I think he sucks. <laughs> Why? I just think he sucks. You haven't seen the ni- 90 footage. He's good <laughs> for a lot of points of 90s. How do, wait, how do you hate Chris Adams? just think he's a bit bland. But not very oh. good, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect on that assessment. <laughs> Uh, I am going to pick uh, Michael Hayes. Hmm, interesting. Are you going to use him as a wrestler, Chad? As an announcer. Yeah, I thought you were going to do that. I still need a color man. That's the thing that's killing me now. Wonder if I could use JYD as a color man. Would that be insane? Uh, I think that I think that'd be insane. Him and Vince in the booth. Uh, <laughs> I think you have to do that part. That sounds awesome. I, I, no. uh, <laughs> don't fancy it. Uh. I can't see that ending well. 
But... Honky Tonk did some commentary. Oh, uh, I'm not. Yeah. Get out of yeah. it. I'm not using Honky Tonk, man. <laughs> Night Art. How about Ole Anderson? Ole Anderson's a decent. No, I, I, that's too fantasy, right? Vince and Ole Anderson. Oh, in the same yeah. Room. <laughs> yeah. Could be a lot of tension. Um. God, you really screwed me over that Jesse pick. I know. <laughs> oh, f- fuck it. Gorilla, Monso- Gorilla Monsoon. Oh. Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. And I've screwed someone else over now. Yeah, you yeah did. now Brad me. Brad has got smashing Chris Adams as his announced team practically yep. now. <laughs> <laughs> my, my strategy was there's no no one else needs to take Gorilla, so I can wait. I'm using Gorilla as a color man. Oh, yes. my gosh. <laughs> it's a happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you have the next pick, Parf. Jam packed to the rafters. Oh man. <laughs> um, let's see now. Um, I'm I'm concentrating on the broadcast team, uh, and I'm going to pick. Uh, I took I took Paul E, didn't I? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I might as well take Howard Finkel. Why not? <laughs> Someone. Well, come on. I might just take Gary Michael Capetta next time, and then you guys will be stuck with that <laughs> ring announcer. <laughs> well, yeah, well, wait a minute. Yeah, we're going to think about that. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, you can only have one, so yeah, that penalize yeah, yeah. yourself. Yeah, okay. I think so. That, that would suck. <laughs> uh, I am going to select uh, Paul Warndorf. Yeah, he's probably one of the best guys left at this point. <laughs> Have my eye on him and another guy, but I think uh, Paul Lorndorf could have some interesting history, both with uh, Hogan and then also with uh, some people you never really think about him interacting with, like him versus Mr. Perfect, him versus Rick Rude. So that's why I went with him. Mm. Who's it now, Brad? Yeah, I'm Brad. Go. I'm going to take Steve Austin. Ah, damn it, that's the other one I was between. Yeah. Green, but certainly serviceable. And uh, yeah. now, Brad, you have a lot of interesting options you can do because, I mean, him and Adams had that long-standing feud in 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could go another direction if you wanted to. Very yep. Texasy. Your last two picks, Brad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to show my diversity, Parv, in the lineup. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to help uh, Brad's calls, but Adams and Austin as a tag team, kind of That's a mentor well, versus Chad a project. I, I was yeah I was actually going to use them as a tag team. Yeah, I like that. Greener versus some of my other options I have. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, cause <sighs> you you actually have uh, good potential in your tag division because you have the Brainbusters, you have Demolition, and now you have this tag team together. And uh, a couple of guys are still on the board that you could match up. <laughs> okay, well I'm going to book a little. Um... TNA action here, and, and not the promotion. Um, AJ be, Styles. <laughs> a very young AJ Styles. 12-year-old <laughs> age. No, um, I'm, I'm taking uh, Miss Elizabeth and Sensational Sherry. Nice. Wow. And you've got Savage? I do have Savage. And Dusty Rhodes, so there you go. Yeah, is, it, is Sapphire on the draft? Sapphire no. did not make the cut. Oh. She didn't make the top 160 yeah. of uh, <laughs> Just below Kamala. <laughs> but Sherry, Sherry's a good pick, certainly. I, I'd kind of like to see her managing the uh, Abdullah 
faction that you named off earlier. <laughs> I can find yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a possibility. Um, but we'll see. All right, I'm going to take Rick Steiner here. Okay, yeah, so now you have the Steiners also. Hey, so Brad's hey, nice. tag division is looking really good. Yeah. Now, really Brad's good. roster may be looking good, but who's weighs the most? That's what I want to say. <laughs> well, you what did take ri- Finkel <laughs> dangerously. <laughs> yeah, but he also got Gorilla, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it is my pick again, and there's a couple of interesting guys that I think I could make do with, and I am going to go with uh, Mean Mark Callis. Hmm, interesting. Another green guy, but I I think at this juncture where he's probably my, uh, he'd be what, my 16th. Guy minus Bobby and Ross and Hayes. So really my 13th wrestler, I should be able to slot him in somewhere and uh, get something competent out of him. Right. Now, i got a call to make now. Are the two guys I'm thinking of going to survive another round? I think they will, (laughs) (laughs) considering who they are. Uh, So who are... I'm going to take... I've got quite a lot of options here quite a lot of different things i can do i think i'm gonna take um hold on a second let me just look at my i'm gonna take buddy rose because i've got a plan for him and i'm gonna take jyd because i've got a plan for him now i guess we we i don't know if we preferenced it before but we are Using these guys as they were in like January first, nineteen ninety. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I mean, which and which I... Buddy can still be used, but I mean, Parv can't go in there and say, "Oh, it's nineteen eighty, Buddy Rose," you know, I... versus Rick Martel. I've got a um, yeah. I, I basically have a right. comedy angle plan with these two. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, he's definitely usable, but not as you might think. So. And, and Parv, it's a good time to point out the one rule about JYD. You can't be in a battle royal. You stipulated that. Did I? Yeah, in your original write-up. What the hell? Why JYD, not? JYD cannot be in a buddy in, in a battle royal. Are you kidding? That's my. Plan. I'm not making that up, Chad. Right? Don't you remember that? It's bad news, Brown. Wrong. Oh, wrong I, got a, oh, I got my list wrong. You're right. You actually, you actually made done. my heart sink because uh, <laughs> it is a battle royal based angles. <laughs> bad okay. news. I, I was oh. gonna throw wrong. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, bad news brown won't work about royal that's true that's, that's one of the right. oh, there's a god there's a couple of guys i forgot about i may have made a big mistake here uh there's actually more people here than i thought from a talent standpoint i am going to select uh with my next pick do i want to go there or do i want to go there i am going to select larry sabisco hmm not bad pick. AWA champ in 1990. Yeah. Um, and again, I think he does have some versatility. Heel versus face. That's kind of what I'm going with now. All right. And I'm going to take Kerry Von Erich. Okay. I see champ during that year. But, uh, I mean, Kerry in 1990, I will say, is a weird year, like the way he actually was. Because he had some, like, pretty cool moments in USWA Texas. Like in May around that year, he has a great brawl with Matt Bourne. 
Um, and then his stuff when he first comes into the WWF is not terrible either. I mean, he was still fine. That's another guy where you're not talking about Pete Carey, like 1984, Carey Von Eric. But uh, you could still do something serviceable with him. He, he was still over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised he lasted this long, actually, in a way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, round 18, the third pick, so. Buddy Rose and JYD. Kelly, can I ask why Tom Zenk is highlighted at the, up the top? Can anyone else see that? Highlighted? I'd like up in the up in the uh, up in the spreadsheet there. Tom Zenk. Well, that's because someone's got him clicked on in the uh, in the spreadsheet. And maybe oh, right. you are actually. I'm actually. It is you. You got him on there. It's so, so funny. <laughs> That's funny because that's actually who I'm taking. Yes, <laughs> I'm taking Tom Zink, nice. um, and I'm taking uh, Jimmy Hart. Mm, good pick, manager. Oh shit, uh, Jimmy Hart was. Well, what about Sherry? Well, wait a minute now. So, are you gonna have Sherry and Elizabeth both as managers? Nope. I want a cat fight between uh, uh, Liz and Sherry. That's my fantasy, baby. So this yeah. is uh, so this is your first manager. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jimmy's my first manager, and I took Zinc because I want to do the Can-Am Connection explodes angle. Uh, Rick uh, Martel versus go. Tom Zinc. They never got to. They never got to feud. So we're gonna get uh, Martel's gonna get payback for Zinc uh, leaving them. Match uh, the world and dry been, against the Islanders. Yeah, the world's been clamoring for that one. So yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it's a big match. I'll go on record to say that Tom Zenk is the worst pick that anybody's made so far. <laughs> Thank you. There'll be a few more. Be a few and, more. and I'm saying that I'm saying that as someone who picked Akeem as like my number my number seven pick. <laughs> it's all because of the angle. It only works because of the angle. The natural <laughs> angle with uh, Rick Martel. Oh man. All right, I'm gonna take Marty now. Yeah. Marty so now you have Let's let's go through this. I mean, you could have picked Zinc and had Pillman and Zinc, but you do have the uh, Arn Anderson, Tolly Blanchard, the Steiners, the Rockers, Demolition, and Chris Adams and Steve Austin. That's a loaded tag. Division. I'm kind of angling okay. towards like a Pillman and the Rockers versus Austin Adams and Von Eric, Texas versus uh, High Flyers type match. I can dig that. I can dig yeah. that. Brad's been making quietly good progress, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he started with Sid, and I was like, this is going to be a piece of cake, and he's gotten better. <laughs> yeah. He could have had Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, okay, where do I want to go now? I have one manager in mind, and but I, I, I think I can hang off on him and be okay. So I am going to go with uh, screw it. I'm gonna go with Robert Gibson. I don't think there's no. I really not, yeah. not a great pick, but uh, I mean I don't think he's a great pick, but I do think this is kind of the first round where I feel comfortable kind of taking him with who's left. So I do have the option now of having the rock and rolls. I, I really need to start thinking about tags. Really, like, I haven't thought about them at all. I'm going to take uh, Ron Simmons and uh, Butchery Doom. Nice. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's, that's a good that you can snag a tag team like that in round 19 and 20. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. 
So Parv has picked Doom. And then I am going to go with... I don't want to go. I'm going to go with Dr. Death as my pick. Um, another guy that was very green in 1990, but he did have some matches with uh, Van Vader that were good. Uh, I can see him matched up with a variety of different guys on my roster and think he could fit here. So that's why I picked him at round 20. We're really getting into the slim pickings now. Yeah. <laughs> you got to think about your broadcast team too, Like I reckon. At this point, I mean, Brad especially. Brad's going to end up with uh, Sean Mooney doing his play-by-play. <laughs> Brad hasn't picked an announcer yet. He's going to end up with Mooney at Alfred Hayes, the, the dream team. <laughs> Lots of experience with that. Shivani's still there. Oh yeah, yeah. Shivani's yeah. still there. Shivani's still there. I actually saw him later. Is Brad still here? I think I hear the phone going. Oh, he just picked. He picked... Uh... Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that. Yes, Tony Giovanni is my pick. You, you got to see that before I spoke. I put it on mute real quick. Okay. I was talking away about that. Yes, I'll take Shivani. Hmm. He wasn't bad in 90. No, still good. Let's see. He still hasn't uh... come back, Chad, is he? In our shows. Uh, no, not yet. He, he, he'll be, uh, I want to say the clash after he may no. he's, I think he's still, he's at capital combat. Oh, so great. he will be at our next show. I want to think he's there. We've missed you, Tony. Yeah. It, it feels like, I mean, cause you know, part as we talked, we haven't done a lot of our like regular shows. Yeah. So it feels like it's been forever since we talked about <laughs> Tony, even though yeah. it's all, you know, been a year and a half or whatever. Yeah, he's been gone for a while. Actually, I've watched a few of his WWF, uh, the matches he commentates in the last year or so, and he was pretty good there, actually. For some reason, when I was younger, I thought he didn't fit in with uh, WWF at all. But uh, he was pretty good. Uh, yeah. SummerSlam 89 was one where he, uh, yeah. Yeah. him and Jesse, that was a good show, really good show. Yeah, I mean, I, I like his call on the Rumble 90, because he right? does that yeah. call, too. Yeah, so he yeah. does good. Yeah, uh, okay, I think, yeah, I'm going to stick with more sort of non-wrestlers here. I'll take, uh, I'll finish off, I'll get uh, Gary Michael Capetta and uh, Mean Gene. Okay. Oh, okay, damn. Star so interviewer, gone. So that's, yeah, that's probably your uh, definite number two announcer, ring announcer, and uh, probably your number one interviewer. Yeah. The board, so, yeah, there are there are still some decent ring announcers left. Who? Yeah. Mike McGurk. No, <laughs> <laughs> that may be around forty pick now that uh, Capetta and um, I'll, I'll just say this: now that Capetta and Finkel are gone, I don't think I'm going to be wasting too many picks on McGurk and uh, Mike, Buffer. Mike, I tell you what, Michael Buffer, right? They paid top dollar to bring him in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna let the sheik uh, save his money. On, uh, right, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. With my pick here, I'm going to take another manager. I'm going to take a woman. Oh, thank God you didn't take who I thought you were going to take. Now that kind of locks Parv out if he wanted to uh, link them with Doom. But uh, 
he may not have been thinking that way. But I'm I'm glad you did that. I'm getting nervous with some of these non wrestlers coming out, so I got to take my second manager, and uh, that's Percy Pringle. And uh, I, th- again, a lot of options because I've got some Texas kind of Memphisy guys he could link as with Percy Pringle. And uh, always remember, I do have Mark Callis as well. So, so my I throw a little wrinkle. Oh, yeah. I'm going to yeah. take a manager now. I haven't taken a manager yet. And my manager is going to be Slick. You're not using Paulie as a manager? Um, maybe not. Maybe uh, not. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I have to I have to see who else goes first, but I'm going to take Slick. Okay. Nice. Yeah. No, I've I've got a very interesting little idea with Paulie, which will be revealed later. Um, but there's one little kind of turn in the story that doesn't quite make sense with him, which is why I'm thinking twice. Is he going to be your authority figure? I was thinking about using him like that, uh, which yeah. makes sense for the first part of the story, but not really for the for the booking of the main event because <laughs> um, the the authority figure is needed to be corrupt at first but then he has right. to make like a fair call i can't really see paulie doing that <laughs> um and i'm gonna take uh i should really need to think about these tags more uh who have i got in the tag division doom yeah you have doom now that and you got the road warriors and you have the road warriors yeah I mean, yeah, that's the, a good now, top match. Now, now the Royal Warriors aren't going to be using that tag division. They're in the they're in the main event. The main event feud is actually two matches: it's the main and the semi-main. Uh, I don't like the look of it. All right, I'm going to take Mike Rotunda. Fuck it. Okay. He's a very talk about versatility. He could slip slot into an IC role, or he could slot into a tag role. Yeah, he can put you asleep in 1990. He could put you asleep in 1986. <laughs> and I may, I may just debut the IRS gimmick right Very here. Very versatile. <laughs> uh, I am going. Let me see where I'm at here. So I've got. I feel like I have a pretty good handle of everything. So now I'm kind of just going into who I think is probably the best guy on the board. And uh, and I'm going to select uh, Eric Embry. Still, uh, still a top guy in Texas. Uh, another guy I think could have a lot of kind of versatility. You could ping him in there with Gilbert. Uh, so I look forward to that. And I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Brutus Beefcake here. Nice. From like a career that. standpoint, 1990 was pretty good for him pre-accident, too. So we're in round 22 now. He was yeah. over. Well, yeah. I mean, he had that match with Perfect at WrestleMania 6, which is not bad at all. So, right. yeah. Coming off the 89 SummerSlam main event. So he, he's, he's definitely, I mean, at this juncture, he's going to be uh, one of the most over, you know, people that you could pick this low. Kelly's got some interesting choices now. Uh, yeah. Well, I do have one more match that I'd booked. Um, it's my Stampede Wrestling tribute match. It's going to be Bad News Brown versus Norman the Lunatic, or as uh, he was known in Stampede, uh, Muck and Sing. So. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> some more blood. <laughs> 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 
So you pick Tom Zenk, round 18, and round 23 yeah. pick Norman the Lunatic. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I know my guy. I know my talent. Uh, okay. Good good pick, Kelly. All right. Oh, so. yeah. I've got my card uh, pretty much done now, I think. Almost. <laughs> I need an annoying heel here to work with Beefcake, so I'm going to go with the Honky Tonk Man. Oh. Oh, Honky Tonk Man in 1990 was pretty sucky. Pretty sucky, <laughs> indeed. I mean, he was pretty bad enough in 88, yeah. right? But... Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that makes sense. They're kind of natural enemies. Didn't they have a haircut, like a haircut match, I seem to recall, in real uh, life? Not, not an official haircut match. Uh, WrestleMania 4, they wrestled. It's Jimmy Hart ended up getting his haircut, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am going to select uh, Mr. Saito. Oh, I had my eye on him. Okay. Decent pick. Yeah, yeah, I like him here. Right, no one... Uh, I, I feel to... like I'm picking a lot of heels, though, I must say. Uh, well, Dragon Master's still there. Chad, if you <laughs> want to make a little uh, Japanese stable. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to go with... And I can't believe these guys are still there, really. Haku and the Barbarian. Bang, bang, yeah, bang, that's bang. That's that makes up for... Yeah, that's great. Nice. Yeah, oh, nice. blast it in round 23 and 24. Yep. <laughs> Give yourself a little more kudos than I might at that juncture. but uh... Haku and Barbarian, come on, man. <laughs> Not <laughs> was... bad. Not bad. I'm going to go with, uh, actually, uh, Pat Tanaka at uh, number 24. <laughs> Solid hand. I had definitely think he could be slotted into a uh, you know a I, uh, opening match I kind of love him as well Chad I think he's one of the coolest guys ever yeah I mean I don't he's one of those guys where I think I don't like him maybe as some as some people do like I know I've heard Will talk about him and be like really high on him but uh but Certainly in this type of role, I can definitely see him as kind of yeah, not bad at all. In this. He's, he's curtain jerking for you, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not going to be in the top four matches, for sure. Okay. We're getting down into real brutal territory now. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look now. I mean, like I said now, I mean, there's a couple of guys that I still would call good. But I just don't really know kind of where they would fit. And I want to get an angle out of them, yeah. so... And I, I reckon Brad. I reckon Brad's uh, made an oversight on his broadcast team. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you could put a honky tonk man there, Parv. You never know. Um, <laughs> Tony and Honky. Beefcake. Beefcake could be his uh, on-air interviewer. No, I've got an idea yeah. still for that. I've got the an idea. <laughs> I didn't I'm even think t- about that. I can do Pringle as the funeral parlor. Oh, yes. You could bust out The Undertaker already, Chad. That's what I'm saying. I got Pringle and Callus. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, right, Brad. I'm going to take Tugboat here. Oh, my God. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Reason? I'm rounding out a very large opening main event. 
that's going to include a, a couple of these guys so I can make sure everybody's included. So, so I, I did uh, right. I did look at Tugboat for Team Lard, but he just didn't cut the mustard. Wasn't good enough. <laughs> Wasn't smart enough as a worker. Caddy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I guess I need an authority guy. Oh, no, I want another manager, too. Okay, yeah, I'll take Gary Hart and Jack Tunney. Oh, you see, right now I'm definitely using Paul Lee as my authority figure. Yeah, so that's, uh, <laughs> I mean, again, Kelly has now stockpiled probably your best interviewer in Gene and the uh, best uh, on-air authority on the surface. And um, and, and the Tunney. best commentary team. Yeah. And the best women. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that goes without saying. <laughs> All right, I'm taking Ole Anderson as my authority. Yeah, figure. I was wondering when you were going to take him. I was. That's a natural I, choice. Natural yeah, choice. Yeah, I was wondering when he was coming your way. Uh, I'm going to take a guy that I over overlooked. I did not know he was still here, but uh, I'm definitely using him, and that is uh, Jeff Jarrett. Wow. How are you going to use him, uh, Chad, as a wrestler? Yeah, fiery. Uh, underdog babyface. Him versus Tanaka in 1990, I think would be good. Him versus Embry. Uh, him and Gilbert had some great battles sure. in uh, late 90, early 91. So, And I just want to stop here to comment on the fact that uh, Brad has stockpiled horsemen in his. Oh. I mean, he's got every single horseman going, hasn't he? Apart from, uh, uh, he's got Flair, Luger, Pillman, Anderson, Tully. Both Andersons, yeah. And Ole now. And woman. And Sid. And Sid. I mean, that's a lot of horseman action there. Oh, only Sting, the, the greatest horseman of them all, which you have, Par. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who is it now? It's your pick. It's me. Two. two for me. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to now get this. This is going to be the most par round ever. Sean Mooney. <laughs> Mooney, yeah, I know that's coming. And Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a new leader in the clubhouse for worst pick. Mm-hmm. Well, come on, somebody has to carry Ted's jacket. Virgil. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that. Uh, I am going to take. Uh... Man, there's still to me there's still a good many good people left. Shockingly, uh, I am actually going to take uh, Bob Orton Jr. Nice pick. Yeah, tail I'm end of his career. That Parv held off on him. Yeah, he has some uh, history with Hogan. So. I think he's just a bit too old by 1990. A little too old, but at this round. So. All right, for my ugly monster match that I'm still working through here, I'm going to take uh, Giante. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I stand corrected. We now have a new leader in the clubhouse. Um, there were 40 rounds in this. Around oh 26, El Giante comes out. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, but now the the funny thing is he just picked Ole Anderson, so he can do the only thing Giante did in 1990, and that was sneak up on Ole. Because <laughs> he did that about four shows in a row where Ole acted, you know, discombobulated that Giante snuck up on him. Of course, a friend of a place to be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kelly? Right. Okay, well... Uh, I'm going to take a couple guys that look uh, not too bad right about now. 
And uh, one's to stick it to you, Parv. Uh, Ivan Koloff. Oh. Actually, both of these might stick it to you. And uh, Iron Sheik. Oh, Sheiky baby. Oh, my God. Oh, they were my tasty kind of late-round picks, and you've stolen them, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could be in a match together. They could be a tag team. We'll see. Oh, that killed... I didn't really have any plans for them, but it still hurts. Yeah, I didn't have any plans for them either coming in, but, yeah, i got to take them. Of course, we've seen, Chad, that Iron Sheik was pretty shite in 1990. Well, I mean, Koloff, too. He's not going to be, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be expecting. I mean, look at looking at uh, Kelly's last four wrestlers picked are Bad News, Norman, Ivan, and Sheik. So, and Tom Zink. Tom Zink before that. So. I, I'm I'm booking the Heroes of Wrestling version. So the work rate has very <laughs> fallen off quick. I got Greg and Tito. Guys that were all like doing indie shows uh, up until well, even today they're still doing indie shows. Yeah, this shows. could be like a 1990 indie show, is what it's like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got Herb Abrams on the line here. <laughs> all God. Right. All right, I'm gonna take Jim Neidhart. You son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, you've got you've got Brett, haven't you, Chad? I've got Brett. I wasn't planning Ooh. on using him in a tag, but you know, just as insurance, he was he was gonna be my next pick. Oh fuck! <laughs> I, I certainly wasn't gonna use him on my main card, but in the run up, I thought, and then Nightheart could be used in a battle royal or something. Now, Chad, what's your broadcast team looking like? I got Michael Hayes and Jim Ross. You still haven't got well, an interview with her. Well, I don't. I don't. I, to me, an interviewer is not. You, I will say I didn't value an interviewer that much. You will get a penalty for not having one. I'll just point. Yeah, out. Well, I, it, worse comes to worse. Bob Orton Jr. is handling the interviews, so. <laughs> there you go. You know, yeah. You're not going to pick some, uh, Bob Cottle. I mean, uh, not at this juncture. No, I am going to pick uh, Paul Roma. That's one of the few horsemen. God. Brad doesn't have not not very good, but we're kind of slim pickings here. Well, I I surprised nobody's going gone for these guys so far. I'm gonna go with uh, Samu and Fatu, Samu and SWAT team. Okay, yeah, that's not bad part. All of a sudden now, I've got Doom, the Row Warriors, uh, Haku and the Barbarian, and uh, the uh, Samu and SWAT team. That's not bad, is it? Yeah, and I'm I'm glad you did that. Because as Brad resets us, I'm just going to tell. I did try to sneak Paul Roma in there. Because now I'm picking a Hercules. And we will have power and glory. <laughs> they had uh, the best finisher ever, of course. Yeah, so not not for a 1990 mid-card tag team. Not bad at all. Right, we're getting down to real Jobbersville now, Brad. Yeah, it's, it's getting... <laughs> There's still talent, though. I, I, I'm, shocked. I'm, I'm really shocked that a couple of guys have not went yet. All right, I'm going to take... I'm going to take Shane Douglas. Oh, that was not one of them. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Shane Douglas. 1990 Shane Douglas. Okay. Jesus Christ. I would have picked Hilly Billy Jim before him. <laughs> I hate maybe, maybe with the right opponent, but uh, we'll see. Whew. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Uh, let's see. Well, I got Iron Sheik. How about Nikolai Volkov? Oh, my God. 
<laughs> bringing back that tag team, maybe. Oh, and man, you, you could have, like, a Russian foreign well. faction. Yeah, you might as well. Oh, pick yeah, it can be a, yeah, there's the lock you can do with him. Russians, yeah. You might as well take Zukov now, Kelly. <laughs> All right, he's still <laughs> Oh, no, I think I can wait on, on Boris. He'll, he'll still be around. Um... I'm going to take uh, one of the favorites of PWO, uh, Ken Patera. Nice. Ken Patera. 1990 <laughs> Ken Patera, who knows? I mean, he did have that good match in late 89, though. I'm so. going to make sure his hair is dyed blonde again, you know, before he yeah. works for me. There's still a little hope for Patera. <laughs> you could just be spiteful to Dylan and put him, uh, like, put him in like a two-second uh, squash match against Zenk or something. You could read his oh. <laughs> Well, I had big plans. Well, not big plans, but my original plan was Buddy Rose and Ken Patera versus Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels in a Internet Darlings versus your um, obscure PWO favorites tag match. <laughs> oh, I like but that, that went I out like the window that. pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I like that. So who's in our Brad? All right, yes, I'm going to take Coco plan. here. <laughs> Coco beware. Oh, Coco man. beware. <laughs> Can I just say, Shane Douglas Douglas and Coco Beware. I mean, and El Guillante just before that. You're going down in my estimation, Brad. (laughs) He's got high... Oh, no, he doesn't have high energy. Well, he's got kind of uh, high energy. Yeah, he does. He's got Coco and Nightheart. Yeah. Yeah. Was I winning this? No. 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 Okay. Could, could, yeah, you got high Nightheart, so close enough. I am going to select uh, Paul Diamond. That way I can complete Bad Company. Decent. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Well, the bushwhackers are there. Tempting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a feeling that I might just play games at this point and just take all the broadcasters. Like I could just take like Soli and Fuji. Screw Soli and Buffer. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you can only have one announcer. I can only have one ring announcer. Those are, those yeah. are the rules. Yeah, right? that's so your rules. I can't take Mike McGurk or Michael Buffer. Right. Correct. Uh, me, and, me and Brad those, have those been saddled with the last round. Well, yeah, so. me, me and you. I might as well take Earl Hebner okay. as, as the number one choice ref. Um, and uh, Christ, these are, this is scraping the barrel now. Uh, uh what else do we need on the broadcast team? I think I fill mine out now, haven't I? Pretty much. Yeah, you got a commentary team. Do you have an interviewer, ring announcer, on-air authority, referee, manager? I think you're pretty have well I got set. Two manage- have I got two managers? Just, uh, slick, just slick, right? Yeah, if you're using dangerously as your authority. Yep. All right, I'll take Fuji then. Okay. I don't like Teddy Long, as you know. <laughs> Dainty kicks. When you have Doom. And you decide not to take Teddy. I don't care for it. I just he does, he's not needed. Very interesting. <laughs> um, there's another guy that I kind of have a big plan for. That I don't know if he could have pulled it off in 1990. I know he could later, but uh, I'm gonna pull the trigger and hope he can pull it off in 1990. And that's Eric Bischoff as my own air authority. Pull. <sighs> So, so uh, on air, okay, no, that's a decent, now, I will say this for Eric Bischoff in 1990, good looking chap, I reckon. Yeah, 
and I mean, I, I think he always had kind of an airness of sliminess. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping he can convey. Absolutely. That's a sneaky pick. And uh... Yeah, that was that was my next pick, Chad. So even though we're in round 30, because I think, you know, Bischoff, you could even use him as an interviewer if I wanted to use him as a commentator. Or you could certainly do on air. So he, I think he had multi-position flexibility in this draft. So he probably went a little bit too late. So who, who are you going with now? So I'm going to go with, because I do need to start uh, picking these people up here. Oh, man, that guy's terrible. All right, I'm going to take Gordon Soley <laughs> right now. Yeah. So right. Tony and Gordon as your interview, I mean, as your commentary team? Yeah, for right now, I think that's what it looks like. Yeah. That's solid. I mean, I do think there is eight a good enough kind of announcers. Now, I will say, though, that I might have picked somebody else there that I still see is available. Oh, shit. I've just seen someone. I want him. I want him. Well, too late. He's getting, <laughs> he's coming next as my interviewer. Shit. <laughs> I love that guy. And you've got Laura too, right, Chad? Yeah. Yeah, we, I, we're both looking at the same guy. Yeah. Ooh. Kelly. I, I don't know. I don't really want any of these guys that are left. Um, I still think there's some good talent, though. There's one guy there that I'm really shocked has not went yet. Yeah, I think, he, I, I think I'm thinking of the same person you are, yeah, Chad. Yeah, I mean, he seems like kind of a, a clean slate at this point in time where you could do something with him. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to think what role I could have for him. Uh, I'm going to take... Jimmy Snooker. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be reffing the Elizabeth uh, Sherry match? <laughs> <laughs> Based yeah. on his history with women. Right. Oh, good idea. Good yeah. idea. <laughs> I, I have no idea what I'm going to. I do have no. Piper's already spoken for. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I like Jimmy Snooker. Uh, 1990 Jimmy Snooker's. He was still wearing the uh, the tights. He hadn't gone to the the full pants yet. That's when he totally went downhill. Um, <laughs> God. Uh, oh, Matt Bourne. Hmm. What was he? What was Matt Bourne doing in nineteen? Was he? Now he was, was he? in. Yeah, he was in USWA Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was. He's. He's definitely, uh, I think, one of the better ones left, I will say yeah. that. And, yeah. I mean, you know, all bets are off, so you could do kind of some foreshadowing for him, too, in 1990. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because I love Doink. Um, yeah. And you, you've got, yeah, okay, I'll take Matt Bourne. Why not? Yeah, that's a good pick. Damn, my all plan I... was to reform the Rat Pack, so that's that's out. Ooh. Yeah, well, like, that, that, that's a cool too. But I mean, even regular straight up Matt Bourne in 1990 he had that brawl, like I referenced earlier with Kerry Von Erich, which they end up fighting on top of a car. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've never seen that, but that's yeah. Cool. So he, he, he did a lot of cool stuff. He was with Percy Pringle. So he was right. he was good in 1990. I'm really worried for my last like three or four picks. Oh, yeah, I am. It is going to be bad. Once I got to uh, Ivan Koloff and Shiki, I was in, you know, uncharted territory. <laughs> <Just making things. laughs> Even Jack Tunney, I, I wasn't like, you know, someone I had 
chick before or something. I gotta decide whether I'm gonna use the Rock and Roll Express or not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, cause cause, uh, you look like Ricky Morton versus mm-hmm. Fader. Oh, I, mean, I that could see that being fun. Yeah, that would be fun. And then Eaton could be used in singles too against a few guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then what are, what are you going to do with Robert? Yeah, I think I think <laughs> at least have to have the Midnights together. But I was yeah. thinking maybe an upstart. I mean, them versus Bad Company, I think, wouldn't be bad. Uh, or versus even versus like a Babyface, Abisco, and Orndorff. I mean, because Orndorff was with the dudes with attitudes as a face. Oh, yeah. I always forget about that. So, it's the and Orndorff's faces versus the Midnight's. I don't think that would be awful. Wouldn't be great. Or even Henning as a baby face. You can do Henning and Sabisco as baby faces versus the Midnight Express. I could say that as being good. Yeah, that would be. Um, that's a PWO type match right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got the card basically what I wanted a uh, few guys I wanted Pillman I wanted Arn Anderson uh, Jake Andre yeah let me see mm. who I'm really pissed I didn't get that I could have got Bill Dundee's probably my biggest one I went with Michael Hayes I wish I would have went with Dundee can you guess Dundee. what mine is can you guess what mine is, Kelly? <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> I was really pissed yeah. off about that. <laughs> That's too bad. Man. Him and Russell are going to make a great team together. I've literally got Vince and Gorilla as my team. I mean, that's that's not a bad team, but, you know. That's not the A team. It's not what I wanted. <laughs> I yeah. I now, did got... you pick Muda? Yeah, you did pick Muda and Bulldog back to back. Yeah. Um, and then he picked Lance and Ventura back to back. My biggest mistake so far was uh, was that round 7-8. Uh, I could have left Akeem and Duggan. I don't think anybody would have taken them. Yeah. I, yeah. I could have had uh, Perfect and Hart, say, or, um, for my secondary title. Yeah, I don't even know if I'd have taken Duggan until, like, round 19. Like, I'm looking at my <laughs> list now. I know I'd have taken probably Zabisco ahead of him. I got a little focused on my... Um, main event angle yeah so <laughs> I think Muta Bulldog's alright isn't it As a... oh yeah I like Muta there cause you can do I mean you, I know you have this master plan so I don't know but <laughs> I mean Muta whether you want him as a face or a heel I mean that's something we've really talked about a lot I do worry your baby face side I'm worried about um, well, my top two picks were Hogan and Savage for Babyface, and I ended up with Sting, who is my third choice. Um, I'm a little bit worried that he's not good enough as a Babyface to carry that, but, um, hopefully the booking can make up for it. That's yeah. what, that's what. And, and then your number two is Steamboat? Yeah, and number three, Duggan. Oh, um, but, can, you know, considering uh, who the number one heel is, I think uh, Duggan's got a bit of history with Ted. I mean, my number two face is... I mean, I, I kind of went with people that aren't conventional faces, though, too. 
Like, I think if most non-PWO people would look at Lawler, they'd think naturally like a heel. Yeah. A lot of people would think Lawler was a heel. Which I may... I wonder... I mean, I do love the fact of Hollywood Hulk Hogan, but I wonder if I could swing it as him as a face versus like an all-Texas faction. Or an all-Memphis faction like Lawler, Gilbert, Embry. Yeah. And Heenan. Yeah. I mean, Wyndham. Uh, I gotta decide what I'm gonna do. I think that in terms of, like, best roster, it's between you and Brad, Chad. In terms of, like, work rate roster, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually wasn't planning on coming into this as, like, a, ooh, I'm gonna pick all these work rate guys, but I ended up kind of, in some ways, coming out of that. I mean, because I figured, I, I mean, I said going in, I was like, if for some reason Hogan drops to me, I'm taking Hogan. Because I knew Flair wouldn't make it to pick three. Like, I knew there was like a 1% chance. And I really figured Hogan wouldn't either. So, but, I, I thought I had an outside bet of Savage myself. I thought Savage yeah. may may fall to me, but it didn't, didn't happen. And I wouldn't have taken Savage at three, even though I'd have thought about so, it. So, what I want to know is, if I had taken the risk and not taken Ted in my first pick, in my second pick, where would he have come? Would would somebody else have taken him? Mm, I mean, I'd have taken Ted before Rude, but he probably would have been drafted before then. Yeah, Ted wasn't in my plans. So uh, you would have definitely, you would have gone Funk Hansen every time? Yeah, yeah I, got, I got my top three, for sure. I then, wonder- Dusty, I wanted Dusty. But uh, I wanted Roberts instead of Piper. That was the first uh, substitution I had to make. It, lo- it looks to me, though, that Brad would have taken Ted instead of uh, Roberts or Luger. Definitely, yeah, I Roberts. think, maybe Roberts. I mean, I would have yeah, taken yeah. Luger, I still think, ahead of Ted, though. Just me. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I think if you'd have done a face Luger versus Hill Hogan in 1990, that would have been big. All right, I'm back. But, right. Brad, we, we were just talking here. Yeah. Would you, where would you have taken Ted had nobody picked him? Um, I would have taken Ted DiBiase with my second pick. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was. Like would, it was still the right thing for me to do, right, Brad? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, think I, so. I really wanted Lawler. Um, I mean, everybody in the world knew you wanted Ted Parv, so that's kind of <laughs> how in like a fantasy football draft that people know. Yeah. I mean, they can fuck with you, but if there's somebody that everybody in the room knows that you're going to want, you got to kind of reach a little bit for. I mean, Ted at number five, I don't think it's a big reach, but maybe a slight one, you know, very slight. Well, it, him in 1990, he's kind of like, a le- he's still, a, you know, one of the main heels in WF. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I think he's definitely a top, thir- like a three round, you know, he'd have went yeah. in the third round. Yeah. I, I'm disappointed with my face side of things, though, I'll be honest. Because I wanted Hogan or Savage, and I didn't get them. So, <laughs> um, um, can we, Real quick, Par, yeah? can we run through this area down here for everybody? Because this was something that you asked me to track during it. So, right. Kelly, can you go first and give me your commentator one and commentator two? Oh, yeah. Uh, Lance Russell and then <laughs> Jesse Ventura. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Do you have any other commentary? Uh, no. Okay. Interviewer? I have, uh, mean Gene. Interviewer. Okay. 
And Capetta's my ring announcer. Decent. Yep. And good old uh, Toronto's own Jack Tunney, uh, authority figure. Okay. <laughs> Is he a legend up there in Canada? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> his father <laughs> or his Toronto uncle. Toronto side, right? Yeah. I mean, was, his yeah. father or his uncle, Frank Tunney, was a legend. He promoted Toronto forever. Like Do you know, you, you can make fun of Jack Tunney as much as you want. I honestly think he's he was awesome in that role. Like, yeah. He, he just in kind, hindsight. He kind of worked. It, it just worked, didn't it? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Who's your managers? You have a oh, yeah. I got the hearts. I got Gary Hart and Jimmy Hart. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't have a referee yet. Okay. All right, let me do mine real quick. I'll, I'll just say Dragon Master will not work as a ref. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's five years a ref. <laughs> yeah. Johnny is. <laughs> God, the last... These guys are really bad now. <laughs> there's still a couple though. I still will hold out that there's some talent on the board still. There's, um, there's like there's like five wrestlers I would not be horrified to pick in the my next couple of picks. Do you think we've been a little bit harsh to Terry Taylor? That El Deontes yeah. coming out okay, above him? That was the guy that I don't know if Kelly that was the guy I was talking about. Which one? Terry was Taylor. Terry Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's who I was thinking. Yeah, too. I mean, just because, I mean, he still, after this, has the tailor-made man and some yeah. pretty interesting stuff. I was I mean, a huge still fan have, of... still have Alexander York, so... Yeah, yeah, that stuff was cool. That's when I was first able to see WCW for the first time, was when that the York Foundation angle was going. And yeah. then uh, him and him and Valentine had a, a US, uh, U.S. tag team title run in 92 that... It was kind of strange because Valentine, you thought was totally finished, but no. He's probably one of my least favorite workers, you know, Terry Taylor. He's just. What like, did he do with Giante? You 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 just picked him ahead of him. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you said because well, you... one of my one of my spectacles because this is like a foreign country in the Middle East, so like my <laughs> whole thing was like that they would be like amazed by these weird, you know, large like <laughs> so like so Parv, you totally. Like, the whole, like, super heavyweight thing was one of, like, my undercard themes that I wanted to do, <laughs> thinking that these people would, like, totally mark well, out. Like, that's why I decided to collect Tugboat and I mean, all these guys then. They're, they're probably going to put it on it at, like, money is no object, right? So they'll fly a helicopter to MSG, buy MSG, just buy it outright, and uh, put on all these cards there, I guess. Oh, see, I imagine it was, like, an open-air stadium in, in Dubai, you know? <laughs> you can put it on there. There's nothing stopping you. Sure. <laughs> All right, Chad, run yours down for me real quick. Roth. Yep. And uh, Michael Hayes. Sneaky, because now poor Jimmy Gartman's going to be like the last guy taken. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an interviewer? Nah. And then uh, I don't have anybody else. On air authority, I have uh, Bischoff. And then manager one's Heenan. <laughs> and then uh, manager two is uh, Percy Pringle. And I got uh, Vince on play-by-play and uh, Gorilla Monsoon on color. Now, I should ask, do you think that's the right way around? If you had those two? Yeah, I would do that if I was you. Yeah. Um, And then I got, as the interviewer, Sean Mooney. Obviously. I actually didn't pick Gene for that reason. Um, And then, as the ring announcer, I've got Howard Finkel. On our authority figure, I've got Paulie Dangerously in a masterstroke and I got Earl Hebner as my ref 
<laughs> You're set. And I've got uh, Slick and Mr. Fuji. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about this managing stable. Well, you, you know, in the in the WWF in the eighties, uh, Chad, there were four big wrestlers, four big managers. Okay, I had a video actually called uh, "The Brains Behind the Brawn." Did you ever see that video? No. And the four featured managers were Heenan, Jimmy Hart, Slick, and Mr. Fuji. So, mm. two of the big four. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take. All right, I'm gonna take Lord Alfred Ooh. to put in as an interviewer here. Potential commentary, because I, I, I do think that he had some okay stuff with Shivani. I mean, <laughs> I'm stretching it, but him and Mooney is the money team on um, those uh, Coliseum videos, Brad. Yeah, oh, man. I am going to uh, finish out kind of the on-air talent, uh, the type of people that I really care about, and I'm gonna select Dave Brown. Oh, I see. He was the as he, my interviewer. That's a really good pick, you know. Definitely has history with a lot of the guys that I've uh, kind of been selecting here. Well, Lawler and Dave Brown in nineteen ninety is probably one of the best uh, kind of double acts I've seen in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And him and Embry is amazing in nineteen ninety one. Uh, so, is it Mina? Yep, yep too. I could take the Bushwhackers, but I'm not going to, because I hate them. Uh, <laughs> this is difficult now. Everybody here is shite. I'm going to pick Dino Bravo. Oh, man. And... God. Oh, he was pretty good. Billy Joe Travis. Fucking hell. Billy Joe Travis. He was good. He was really good in that. Yes, he was amazing. That's probably the sleeper pick of the draft so far. Who's who's the one before him? Uh, Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo. (laughs) Not as good a pick. But yeah, (laughs) Billy Joe Travis is a very good pick that I was hoping. I kind of sniffed around way too long. But I knew you would take Brown if I... Uh, yeah, no, you. Brown was my next pick. Yeah, sure. and I was scared about Bischoff because I knew I had to have an on-air authority, and I don't think Jim Hurd or anybody else can play what I want him to play it off. Uh, so I'm going to take a John Tatum, the changed man himself, then uh, with my next pick because I was hoping to get both him and Billy Joe. Those are kind of the unheralded uh, work rate guys in Texas. In 1990, both are a very good. Billy Joe, especially as a heel, as a face. Tatum, I'll be using him as a scuzzy heel. I uh, need to see which baby face I want to line him up with. So my expert analysis at this point is that there's one money pick left out of all these guys, and everybody else is shy. Uh, I, I still like- think there's a couple of guys that I wouldn't be you know, terrible if I had, but there's not many. I think there's one, Chad, and uh, well, we'll see if we agree. Okay. That's Brad's pick. Okay. Uh, collecting people for my... Uh... I'm going to go with Buzz Sawyer. Yeah. That was it. That was the money that, That's who I figured you'd be talking about. Yeah, that was definitely one of the ones I had still, uh, still kind of hanging around. I mean, we've seen him par. If he can be good, even in the uh, tag match at yeah. Russell, he was good. No, I, I think. Uh, I mean, 
that's pretty low for him to be picked. He should have been out by now, really. Yeah, yeah you I, have I was a, happy to get him there. You have a lot of kind of interesting people you could match up with him too, Brad. Yeah, it's on Kelly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with two classic job guys since, you know, that's become my specialty, job guys and profiles and all that. I'll do Barry Horowitz in the Brooklyn Brawler. Yes, huh. yes. Horowitz was the other one of the other ones I had marked. I think he'd be very good as kind of an upstart baby face if you wanted to go that way, or as a cocky heel. He definitely has a good bit of versatility this late. You know, he, he had a little push around this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, in Global, he was still getting a little... Uh, uh, right after this, he was getting some... No, um, was he in Texas at this point, or was he with WWE? Um, he's not on any of the yearbook stuff until <laughs> '92 with Global, or right. like '91 Global. So I don't know where he was hanging out right now. Did, did you know a uh, Brooklyn Brawler had a push around this point as well? Um, yeah. He was like he became more prominent as a on-air figure. Um, he's in like a. Um, it's around 1990. He's in a on one of the WrestleMania tapes. He goes to dinner. Have you seen that skit where Brooklyn Baller like he, he goes to a fancy restaurant and uh, yeah. slobbers the spaghetti all over his face and stuff? <laughs> yeah. This is this is around the time when uh, Red Rooster was around. It was a kind of 1890. Well, uh, Bobby Heenan managed him in yeah. 1989. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's around that time where Brawler yeah. was kind of featured. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to take, and I know it's it's late for this, and it's round 33, but as part of my main event feud, I'm going to take Jim Hurd. Mm-hmm. As your authority figure? No, I got Ole there already, so I'm actually going to slot him in as like another manager. All right, you know what? I can put him as authority figure and move Ole to uh, manager since we have that other slot. Yeah, that, that would be my choice. <laughs> Jim Hurd, man. So I'm going, to, I'm going to move Ole down there. That was that was by design. You know, I wanted to get Ole earlier, and then Jim will be the uh, authority figure. Okay. Have a, uh, oh, I have a couple of ideas. I have five people that I would love to get. Before I have to, uh, before I have to pick a uh, a uh, referee and then a ring announcer, but I don't know if I will get them. But I do think I will get one. I'm going to go with uh, with uh, Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas, a little bit past his prime at this point. Very <laughs> past his prime. Still could Almost deliver. Uh, not going to be Saba Simba in my promotion, uh, but he could still deliver a pretty good promo. I have, an, I have an interesting idea with him coming up. Is it me now? Yep. Yes, back sir. to back. I'm going to go with uh, SD Jones. Oh, oh my God. And um, Speaking of past his burn. SD <laughs> Jones in 1990 still did that. He never that. even had a prime. He, yeah, he, he didn't have even like have a prime. That was a par special. We we left off Eddie Marlin, but we got S. T. Jones on this list. He's still so. he's still knocking around. Uh, yeah. I, I wanted to give a nod to S. D. Jones, uh, Kelly, because uh, you know we're going to be seeing a good bit of him coming up. Uh, oh yeah, on, on Titans. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, why not? I'll take the Warlord, given that I've got the Barbarian. Barbarian, the Warlord. Mm. Wow. 
Now, I am going to pick a uh, a third manager, actually. And uh, I'm going to pick Teddy Long, pairing him with Tony Atlas. <laughs> what possible plans could you have for Tony Atlas and Teddy Long? <laughs> They're going to play a huge part in what I've got cooking, Parf. <laughs> You're going to be blown away. Mm-hmm. Seriously though, Teddy Long was probably. Uh, I mean, I mean, Bobby was pretty much. Uh, I mean, in the real 1990, Teddy Long would have probably either been my manager of the year or number two behind Cornette, or maybe Percy Pringle. But I mean, Bobby was pretty. Uh, he, he he didn't factor in a lot, even when he had Mister Perfect. I didn't think that was some of his best work. Yeah, he was kind of commentating more. Yeah, he felt pretty far removed. I mean, he had the boss man, he called boss man's mom fat, all that. <laughs> wasn't exactly a uh, main event level guy. So, Brad. All right, I'm, I am going to take Brad Armstrong. Yeah, now that was another one I had kind of pegged. That's still a good, talented guy uh, that you can put in in the opening couple of matches. I think that's a good pick this late in the proceedings. Kenny. I wanted STG. Yeah, I wanted special delivery. Oh wow! I suppose you didn't take him. I would. <laughs> this he was gonna be. Yeah, this that was gonna be my next pick. Uh, I'll take uh, Leaping Lanny Poffo. or the genius. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, he's gonna be Leaping Lanny in my fantasy. Hamlin and Horowitz could have a uh, interesting old man. Yeah, uh, and I will take. Uh, Terry Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Use him in a few different roles. Yeah, definitely think that's good value at round 35. He was somebody I was thinking about trying to go after when I went with the Tony Atlas route. I don't know. Yeah. I may may have made a bad move, but uh, I've got another plan. (laughs) All right. I'm going to take the Samoan Savage. (laughs) <laughs> as part of my, uh, my uh, you know, special match, <laughs> some of the different oddities of uh, 1990 wrestling. He was rubbish, wasn't he, Chad? Yeah, he's bad. <laughs> yeah. Very bad. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, SD Jones and the Warlord though have been picked, so yeah, I'm not. I'm, Around 35 now. Yeah. Uh, Well, I'm going to complete my little uh, trio that I have in mind here. Uh, Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going with somebody different. I'm going to go with Nick Patrick. Maybe a little early, but I'll tell you why. Because I think, uh, Parf, you can agree to this. He's sort of an integral part with the Midnight's versus Rock and Roll stuff. Oh, he is, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, I I definitely want to get him because I don't think any other official... A referee would be as good. No, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. Okay. Is, is Pee Wee Anderson still there? Uh, yeah, he's still yeah, kicking. He's still there. He's a decent ref. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it me now? Yes. Yep. Is that a pick? Back to back. Uh, no, I'm going to take uh, the Bushwhackers. <laughs> sort of. They're decent value this late in the draft as a tag sure. team. Yeah. In fact, they may even play a decent role. I've got a little I'm role glad, I'm glad against the Road Warriors would be a dream match. There you <laughs> go. Barbed wire cage match. 
Uh, and now I can complete my trio. So with Teddy Atlas, or Teddy Atlas, Tony Atlas and uh, Teddy Long, <laughs> I'm going to pair the snowman. Mm-hmm. And you'll have kind of a, a New Age Doom trio there. Interesting. I see them having a lot of the same notes as Doom. All right, I'm going to take Michael Buffer here. Oh, so you're <laughs> leaving me with Mike McGuirk. I am. <laughs> Because who, no, because who I can tell you would be my uh, round 40 pick. <laughs> i tell you what, Mike McGurk, okay, for all you nerds out there, she made a terrific appearance in the WWF WrestleFest as the ring announcer in that. Um, yeah. That's her claim to fame in my, in my mind. I don't feel great having her as my ring announcer, but... Wasn't she the main announcer on Challenge? Yeah, she was. I mean, I think she did superstars and stuff too. So. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, not great, but <laughs> all right. Back to back for Kelly now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hillbilly Jim, <laughs> and go. and I'll take Boris. I knew he'd last. <laughs> <as well. laughs> Number thirty-seven pick, Boris Yeah. Ukoff. <laughs> What is that saying about some of these guys who were left? You're picking uh, Forrest. Well, <laughs> well, Jimmy Garvin probably of all the guys left had the best career. Yeah, I yeah. would say. I would um, say. So. Or Oliver Humperdinck had a decent one as a manager back in the seventies. I'm gonna. Yeah, Cod- well, Coddle as an announcer was a legend. <laughs> What is Brad going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Al Perez. Mm, that's not a bad... I don't think that's a bad pick this late. Big guy. Solid. Not, you know, not great, but we're in round 37. <laughs> I am going to select uh, Sato, so I'll have all, uh, all three Orient Express members if I care to go that route instead of bad company. Yeah, I've just realized that I don't have any face tag teams. Great. What about the Bushwhackers? Yeah, I'm, they're not going to be my champions. I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with a weird alternate universe thing and make Doom faces. Well, what, you could put LOD as faces, right? LOD are being used elsewhere. They're yeah. not in the world. <sighs> yeah, can, Ron Simmons can work face. Can Butch, yeah. Reed, is, can Butch yeah. Reed is a question. He mm. can, can he? Mm. Good luck. <laughs> um, I got some thinking to do now. Is it me? Yeah, is you're back to back. Oh god! And some of these guys we've all avoided just so you have to take them, so we can all we can have it all well, recorded. How about this, Chad? In a way, the big boys play special double whammy. Jack, oh, if Jack you Vic- say Jack Victory and Ranger Ross. Ranger yes. Ross. Oh my god! I knew Ranger Ross was coming off the board. Oh my lord! So Ranger Ross and uh, Jack Victory working one of his mask gimmicks. Which oh one? My god. <laughs> Probably got to be the uh, the blackmailer. The blackmailer, yeah, or the assassin. Uh, I am going to go with Jimmy Jam. I think of everybody left, he's probably your best available. I do have Hayes as a commentator. <laughs> but now that I'm thinking about it, Coddle is still hanging out. So I could maybe 
put Cottle as the color. I don't think Ross and Cottle were that bad of a team. So, no. And some possibilities. All right. I'm going to take Randy Anderson here at the end of round 38. There you go. So, who does that leave? Does everybody have a referee now uh, or no? Kelly needs one. Oh, and it'll be Morella. Okay. Be Morella. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it could get Joey. Uh,. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I guess Jim Powers and Joey Morella. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which means uh, now we can leave Kelly with the absolute last pick. So whoever you think is the worst on the board will go to Kelly (laughs) since he'll have the last I'm, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. I think it may be the Dragon Master, so be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it has to be, I think. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Unless some... <laughs> I thought you might have taken Alexander York there, but... There's nobody taking Bob Coddle? That's insane. Uh, somebody has now. I'm going to take Bob Coddle. Right, okay. That's very yeah. late in the day. That's probably like the best value pick, Chad. 39 Yeah. Picks. Yeah, round 39. Again, he can either be an other commentator or I may actually, now that I, th- I mean, Freebirds, though, and Freebirds in 1990 are kind of a rough go at it, but maybe they could be hidden somewhere. I'm going to have to think about it. Is it me? Yeah. Uh, Last two picks. Oh, this is brutal. Uh, Alexandra York to manage uh, uh, Mike Rotunda. Yeah, I like that. And, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't pick Johnny Ace. Yet, <sighs> I think. We're <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Dragon Master. Oh, either Ace, the Dink, or Dragon Master. <laughs> oh, Jesus, this is horrible. You could do something with the Dragon Master and Mr. Fuji. Uh, listen to this. There's a natural natural team. I am I am not under any circumstances picking Humperdinck or uh, or Johnny Ace or Mike McGurk. Oh, you cannot be picking the Dragon Master. I am taking Dragon Master. Oh, that is terrible. Kelly should be dancing in the streets. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want <laughs> He was a main eventer in 1990, man. Yeah, yeah that's well. true. <laughs> Johnny Ace. Dragon Master. Johnny Ace maybe was. Johnny Ace. For sure, was in better matches in 99 of the Dragon Master. <laughs> under, no, under no circumstances will I ever pick Johnny Ace. I'm, I'm forced to take uh, Miss McGuire. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, my, so uh, we are we are in round 40 for those that have been diligently tracking along. And Chad, as you noted, you had to take her as the uh, ring announcer. Right. And so and now and I, all my, I have to take. Um, well, let me look through here. Do you have another manager? Please say you do, because if he gets Johnny Ace as the last pick, I think that's kind of a steal. You get no, the dynamic I, I, dude. I, I can't take another. I had to take Johnny Ace. I already have three managers. All right. Yeah. Well, so you get the dink, which is not. Yeah. I don't think I there's worse. I do think there's worse, but I'll find something for. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know what he'll do exactly. Uh, do you think that's a bit sly? He's the very last pick, Oliver Humperdinck. I certainly would have taken him over uh, 
Ranger Ross for starters. Jack <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Victory. Did, did, didn't you see uh, Pete's post recently that uh, Ranger Ross was in a top 10 WCW tag match for 1990? I saw that. I don't believe oh, that's it. Right. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ending cut off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the draft. And uh, join us for part B of this uh, uh, fantasy booking extravaganza show 50 <laughs> um, when we will actually be doing the booking fans for all of us here at WCW center stage for Cowboy Bill Watts and the American Dream Dusty Rhodes I'm Jim Ross saying good night everybody <laughs>